Hi, I'm Lisa Von Drasic, and I'm the curator of the Children's Literature Research Collections at the University of Minnesota Archives and Special Collections. And today, I have a self-proclaimed <laughs> government nerd. Uh-oh. <laughs> so if you could introduce yourself and then say a few words about that. Mm-hmm. So I'm Alicia Kubis. I am our government publications and data librarian, if you couldn't already guess that. Um, I'm over here at Wilson Library. Um, and a government nerd, yeah. So it kind of comes with the territory, right? Since I work with government publications and data all day, every day, that's my world here at the library. You kind of have to become a government nerd. And it's really cool, some of the stuff the government produces and some of the weird stuff okay. you would never guess that they I've would publish. I've got to interrupt. What's the weirdest thing that you ever like opened an envelope or a yeah. folder mm -hmm. and you went, huh, our government did this? Well, I think some of the weirdest stuff I found is in the USDA, the Department of Agriculture, bulletins and some of those more um, kind of ephemeral, like smaller little pamphlet type of publications where um, they're meant to be consumer driven and consumer focused where you know, there's ones about like how to um, keep your house plants alive or <laughs> the one that I know um, me and one of the other government uh, information librarians here at the U really think is funny is this one particular USD bulletin that was about designing this women's coat. I can't remember if this was in like the 30s or 40s. Um, that was meant for shopping. It was this specially oh, designed code that had all these like special little like pockets and things. Here's to put your coupons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was really strange, but that the government would think like, oh yes, we this need to design important. this coat for women because they are going to be the shoppers of the family and we need this special coat that they need to make for shopping. Oh. So it, that kind of stuff is just really interesting. You know, like the kinds of things you would never think that they would care about that they that they really do there's a lot of really interesting consumer focused information oh. that way that's not just kind of technical stuff that you would think and so. you brought a book that you're excited about I can did. you give me the title and the publisher yes so um, it's called when women didn't count the chronic mismeasure and marginalization of american women in federal statistics hmm. and i think pruger is the and i don't know if i'm saying that right let me let not. me just take this um, is the cover prager excuse me yes that is the cover um, unfortunately here at academic libraries we take our book jackets off so i brought you a copy of the cover. Um, so interestingly enough, the way I came across this book was I'm on an awards committee for the Government Documents Roundtable of the American Library Association. And I was in charge of the research award. And so this was one that was nominated. And so I got to take a look at this and really, you know, look at its methodologies and how well it was researched um, and, you know, do some skimming and reading of chapters. And I really thought it was just fascinating and so well researched. Did you mention who the author is? Sorry, I did not, did I? I'm terrible. Um, Robert Lepresti is the author. He is a government information librarian, of course, uh, at Western Washington University. Um, and so, yeah, I'm really excited about this. So book. I'm not sure what that means, the mismeasure. Can you just mm -hmm. t break apart the title for me? Yeah, so the government has been collecting statistics and data about the population in the U.S. since the inception of our country, right? Um, and so especially the decennial census, so the census taken every 10 years, they want to get information about everyone who, who lives in the U.S. And of course that includes women, but um, of course many decades ago, especially in the late um, 1800s, early 1900s, women just didn't have the same status about things like employment, crimes, I mean they just mm -hmm. weren't 
considered in the same way. So the, the numbers, the statistics around women uh. are often wrong, where the census or the, the people working for the census said, that can't be right, we're going to throw out those numbers. Women couldn't possibly be electricians in 1930. And so this author has consolidated and synthesized this information over how many years? The entire history of the United States? Yep, back to the late 1700s, yes. And so, and it's not a book so much about the data itself as mm -hmm. the methodologies behind it, how the, how the government interpreted, analyzed, and presented that data. And how the government, the United States government, considered mm -hmm. this information as important or not important. Exactly. It's it's very much reflective of that time, right? So And as you were reading, was there one fact that you went, "Huh? Oh my, I d can't believe that." <laughs> um, I mean, what I thought was interesting especially are the areas of employment where they thought there's no way a woman could do this. These are they call them I think peculiar occupations for women where, you know, it was reported to the government that women um, you know, had done those particular occupations. Let me try to find it, and of course I didn't mark it. Um, but that women couldn't be auctioneers or blacksmiths. Oh. And what year are we talking about um, here? This is 1920. Ah, yeah, so, peculiar so or unusual occupations. Peculiar and unusual. Yes. So the people gathering those statistics, mm -hmm. if they time traveled to the future, <laughs> their heads would be exploding right now, oh, right? Oh, I'm sure. We're, well, they thought if it was too technical of a job, if it was something that would require too much intelligence or brain power, like women couldn't possibly oh. do that. And so, and what I, we would like to hope, right, is that the women who said, no, I really am an electrician, I really am a carpenter, that they were at the forefront of, of that industry. You know, they were women really breaking through, and I, I kind of like thinking that, yes, these were, these were true. Um, and that these, you know, workers so at the census were, were just kind of taking it onto themselves to say, no, 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 a woman couldn't but do that. But they did count them. They just said it was peculiar. They Often, labeled yes. it that Yes, I think some of them they did throw out. I don't remember exactly when they would decide it was an error or not, or just oh, to leave it. They said they can't believe this is true. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh. Where often there'll be notes in the census report saying these are the jobs that we threw out that women had reported that couldn't possibly be the case. <sighs> Um, wow, so this is a great find. Mm -hmm. um, this is a recent publication? Yes, it's just from this past year. Um, and if um, a person wanted to see this book, um, they would come to your library. Anyone can come to your library Indeed. and see it there. Mm -hmm. um, and if you are a friend of the library, you have borrowing privileges, Indeed, is that yes, correct? that is correct. So I urge anyone who can be to become mm -hmm. a friend of the library That's because right. the resources here are amazing. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for sharing yeah, your you. pick for Read This Book. Mm -hmm.